The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out many save the dates? The first Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. My name is Ben Shapiro, and I'm the producer of the Voices of Search podcast. And for the past four years and over 600 episodes of the show, I've also been the only host of the Voices of Search podcast. But starting this week, we're making some changes so you can expect to hear more than one voice on this show. And as I started to think about which hosts to bring in to help us continue conversations about what was happening in the SEO community this year to help you better understand how to optimize your search strategies, I thought who better to be our first guest host than some familiar voices that you've already heard on this show. Sure, you know Jordan Cooney and Tyson Stockton from their days as operators and advisors to our good friends at Searchmetrics, but Jordan and Tyson have ventured off to start their own venture that focuses on SEO consulting and education for enterprise companies, and they're calling themselves Previsible. Previsible's goal is to provide support and education for enterprise SEOs like you. And this week, Jordan and Tyson are going to try to help you understand some of the basic principles of educating an enterprise SEO team. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not, because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings, and AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right. Ready for something exciting in 2022? Here's Jordan Cooney and Tyson Stockton, the co-founders of Previsible, as our first guest hosts on the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for joining us. Welcome. Uh, my name is Tyson, and I'm joined here with Jordan Cooney. And today, our topic is how much is too much when SEO education goes too far. So this is our final episode of the week on education and SEO. And today, we wanted to talk about the topic around just where do you draw the line in how much you're educating the rest of the organization on SEO? 
And so this is not necessarily your SEO team. This is like the broader company at large. But I think this is also a good piece because it's like, what are you shooting for? What are you trying to get to? And so Jordan, to start us off, one of the most common things that I think we hear when someone knows a little bit about SEO and you're working with them from a cross-functional team is the statement of, I know enough to be dangerous. Yes, these are terrible words. These are absolutely the worst words to ever hear. Honestly, I don't even think it's about being an SEO. Any verticalized industry where you have leading experts or, or highly skilled labor that manages something, to hear the words, I know enough to be dangerous, is really just a, a fundamental flaw in how people try to address that area of business. Because if you know enough to be dangerous, you know enough to have a conversation. So how about we start there? Hey, I know enough to have a conversation and then explore where it goes. But know enough to be dangerous implies that you actually want to do something about it. And in many cases, as we've all experienced, and for all the SEO listeners out there, the individuals who say that and then try things usually screw it up in a real bad way. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was like, is there any other response from that statement than just kind of like, the slightly awkward, like laugh, chuckle, and then just try to move the conversation forward. <laughs> yeah. Usually I just try to jump, jump from however <laughs> high I am and run. <laughs> yeah. But I think your point though, of like, hey, that statement also means I can have a conversation on it. And from my experience, that can be a variety level of like education and it's never been consistent. It's just like, okay, they've had more than one SEO conversation before. And so I think, I don't know, like, there could be some truth behind it. And I think it kind of brings it to the topic of like, can you over educate? And so it's like, to me, it's less of like, are you dangerous, but more of like, how much should I be educating these cross functional teams? And how much focus, how much time should go into it? So from the, I guess, the parameters of you're working with strictly cross functional teams, is there anything or is it true that you could overeducate? Overeducation is is a complicated scenario. I would rephrase that perspective of there are certain cross-functional teams, stakeholders, partners, you may hire freelancers or or other resources. You may you may hire a, a third-party vendor like a CMS platform. There are scenarios where you can overindulge on SEO, where SEO becomes a hyper focus when in reality it shouldn't be. And I'll give you the most classic example. You've got a new Shopify owner who calls you up and says, SEO is going to be the number one thing I do. And I just, I laugh inside because SEO is not the number one thing you're going to do. In fact, it shouldn't be the, it shouldn't even be on the top 100 things that you do. Because the reality is if you're a brand new Shopify owner, there is a massive hurdle to getting to a place where you can even attract consumers to your Shopify site, much less find them from Google search. And so I really don't ever think that SEO should be that focal point. So I think to to answer your question, Tyson, very succinctly, over-education is a byproduct of misprioritization of SEO. And I agree with that. I think... I would also reframe the question a little bit because one, I'm very much a believer of not like holding back on information. And sure, there can be points when it's like, 
you overplay a hand or something and it's like, okay, I could have tactfully thought that through a little bit more. But it's like, I wouldn't go into the state of like, I am going to deliberately or intentionally withhold information. But I think especially when you're dealing with cross-functional teams that have mixed levels of priorities, they're juggling a bunch of different aspects and SEO is not their number one or even like 50% of their job, you run up against this like oversaturation or limits to how much someone can absorb and how much they can digest. So the longer you're working with these different teams, the more and more you can continue to progress it. But it's not saying, hey, once you get to this level, cool, done, everything else. If I can keep kind of like incrementally coaching and bringing them along, that ultimately is going to help me save time in my day to day because now I'm not spending as much time answering those one-off little questions. And so if I'm able to bring people along on the journey and I'm able to match however much time or however much bandwidth they have and then incrementally be moving them forward, that's ultimately going to make my job easier and it's also going to make the possibility of being successful in search as an organization stronger because now the company is going to be able to move quicker. And so I think for me, it's, it's largely... Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. How much can someone absorb with whatever bandwidth that that individual has available at that time? You're so spot on. The, the crazy thing, I hope all of our listeners really process this because education within an organization is so vital today, in particular when it comes to SEO. And when we break down this particular topic, this topic of overeducation or confronting individuals who essentially this comment of I know enough to be dangerous is really them being overconfident about their ability to do SEO. Let's be frank about the situation, right? The fundamental challenge that all SEOs have is prioritization. Like, what is it that we're doing next and why are we doing it? And it brings me back to a story and Tyson, you know this one well. We were working with a CEO of a publicly traded company, big company, and I was in meetings with the CEO about their SEO strategy. And the fundamental flaw behind their SEO strategy was quite voluminous. I mean, they had a lot of issues going on on their site, but the real fundamental flaw was content quality. 
really. And in, in reality, like, like all of us SEOs know, content quality is not that simple to diagnose and to digest, right? But essentially what they had done is over the years, they had generated various versions of pages within local markets that were irrelevant. So in theory, there was no product availability. There was no inventory availability in some of these cities and locales that they had generated a page for. And that content was essentially deemed low quality. And Google was just hating on the website, right? I mean, we could, we could go into a thousand more details behind that. But the point of me sharing that story is because prioritization was ruthless because there was a million other things to do. There were site performance issues. There was tons of taxonomy internal linking problems. There were discrepancies in how they looked at analytics and performance data. There was, it was just a laundry list of problems. But the fundamental reality was that if that never got fixed, traffic wouldn't move no matter how much effort we put into all those other things. Because if you've got millions and millions of useless pages with no inventory on them, why is Google going to care about the rest of your site? And so prioritization is so important in how you go about addressing education because what that CEO needed to learn first was how did this content problem happen? Where did this come from? Or what, do you, what, is it, what does it even mean? And it took multiple data analyses. Tyson knows this story well because we had a whole team dedicated just analyzing how many pages were garbage in the index. And it took a lot of education to get to the point of saying, wow okay, that's a serious problem. Let's go attack that first. And I mean, I think you hit on a few things that I think really call out. Like one, the prioritization and the way that I'm thinking about my job as SEO at the enterprise level is largely like a chess game. And it's not as much just knowing like, okay, I have this problem. So then in that scenario, there was an education issue to move the organization and mobilize like external teams into a common direction and goal. And also getting past that notion of just more pages is better. But then also, if I'm just thinking about like, I have X amount of time available in the day. As an SEO or leading like an SEO strategy, I need to be driving more innovation and more kind of like improvement areas. If I can save hours in my day by creating proper education documentation that then avoids having to clean up mistakes, then that's going to be something that's going to allow me or my team to focus more time on innovative ideas to implement rather than just kind of being in this more defensive, responsive game. And so like a similar example, I think a lot of websites, especially like e-commerce comes up a ton, is just proper internal linking, whether it's using the canonical tags, avoiding excessive redirects, Sure, you could use examples that you brought up of over-indexation on pages, but something like linking is very simple and easy because that's something that then you could have created in Confluence or whatever environment your company is working in. You could have that simple documentation that then triggers every time someone's implementing a new URL. And so with that, then I can save however many conversations, however many crawls of identifying it finding the developer then that can reverse a or change a destination URL and a link. And now that's going to create me bandwidth to then drive innovation. So both from like an organizational perspective, but just from a selfish, like, how do I save myself time? Is I think it can be a huge way to free up and allow yourself to shift more prioritization of your time into innovative tracks versus this like defensive responsive game. 
One of the interesting practices that I hope all of our listeners take, and I know this is later in this episode, but I hope you take away with this is doing the assessment of where is my team's knowledge level. When I jump on the phone, when, when I jump on a call or a Zoom with a new potential prospect or, or someone who just wants to talk to me about SEO, the first thing that I gravitate towards is trying to comprehend what degree of SEO knowledge does this individual have? And how, how deep is that knowledge? How experienced is that knowledge? At what scale has that knowledge played out? And, and on the scale piece, you know, big website versus small website, I've learned that there's very different like hard skills to being good at big website versus small website. And, and that I'm good at some of them and I'm not good at some of them. And so the, the net net summary here is like, do that assessment. Do that assessment of your agency and your, the teams, team members you have within your agency. Do that assessment across your cross-functional uh, departments, your PR, your PMs, your engineers. It is going to be incredibly valuable. We recently had a, a issue with a project where a whole bunch of pages got de-indexed. And it was purely because the education level of the engineering team was not at a place where they could understand the requirements of the ticket. And it was a mistake. And these happen all the time. Shoot, Apple de-indexed all of iTunes once. I mean, it, it happens. <laughs> no, and I think, I mean, I think that's a great point to kind of close out on is if you're driving and managing like an SEO program, of course, your first step's always going to be is what is my strategy? What is my roadmap? What's my plan? But then within this construct and within this framework of education, then look at your plan, look at your initiatives, identify those stakeholder teams and don't only do the inventory of your existing, maybe yourself, your SEO team, do the inventory and be honest about what's the knowledge level and what areas are going to be touched on with those different strategies and then be mapping in and kind of planning out and almost having like a roadmap too of cool, this is what I need to accomplish over the year. These are then the education blocks that I need to also plan on that I can hopefully move quicker through those things. And I think that's like really the backbone of a lot of the conversation this week is aligning that education to a strategy. And that ultimately is going to allow you to move quicker and more effective within SEO. So that wraps up this week. Um, Jordan and I will be back again next month. Uh, you guys will be hearing from us. Again, feel free to go back and listen to the episodes this week. We touched on why SEO matters, what your org needs to know about SEO, building that cross-functional SEO knowledge, resources that you can utilize for it, and then when SEO education goes too far or how much. Don't be known as the person that holds back information, but bring the rest of the team with you on the journey. Thanks for joining us and we'll see you again next month. All right. And that wraps up this guest hosted episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to the conversation between Jordan Cooney and Tyson Stockton. They'd love to continue this conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Jordan or Tyson, you can find a link to their LinkedIn profiles in our show notes. You can contact them on Twitter. Jordan's handle is JT Cooney. That's J-T-K-O-E-N-E. And Tyson's handle is Tyson underscore Stockton. Or you could just visit their website, which is previsible.io.
And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed, yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. Music.